Before Tim comes to speak to us, I'm going to read our passage for the evening. I've taken a little bit of already in one of the, the verses that we had up on the screen. 1 Corinthians 12, 12 to 20. The body is a unit. Though it is made up of many parts, and though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ. For we are all baptized by one spirit into one body. Whether Jews or Greeks or slave or free, and we are all given to the one spirit to drink. Now the body is not made up of one part, but many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not be for that reason cease to be part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not be for that reason cease to be part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has arranged the parts of the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. Thank you, Raj. Until recently, Ironing Board Sunday was the day when new cadets would turn up at Sandhurst for their year of intensive training to become an officer in the British Army. Uh, We took one of our children there for that uh, the other year. They're all told to come dressed smartly, and, and they all turn up dressed in all their finery, and, and while the parents receive a reassuring talk in the chapel about how they're going to take care of their children, look after them and treat them really well in what promises to be a tough year, all the cadets have to get changed out of their own stuff into fatigues. And you're invited to come out the chapel at the end of the session and, and say goodbye to your son or daughter, and you can't quite figure out where they are because they are just amongst this mass of people in green overalls. Part of the initial, part of the initiation process is, to some extent, an attempt to suppress individual identity. It's just a way of integrating people into a highly effective single unit. Your total personal individualism is subsumed into the new group of people to which you belong. You are part of the army now. Who you are comes second to that priority. Dressing everyone the same is a way of forging that sense of group identity. It's one of the things that the army does. Church is different. So I'm reassured to see you all dressed differently here tonight. To be sure, the Spirit of God does seek to unite us all into a single body of Christ, weld us together into a corporate group of people with a fresh identity. But that doesn't mean we all have to be the same. Doesn't mean we have to lose our individual identity. Far from it. The Holy Spirit is the defining mark of someone who is a Christian. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit as someone who belongs to Christ. And that doesn't mean to say that you all become carbon copies of Jesus and carbon copies of each other. The Holy Spirit enables us 
to be the individual we were created to be, but to be part of something far bigger. If you have the Spirit of Christ, you belong to Christ. If you don't have the Spirit of Christ, you don't belong to Christ. It's as simple as that. But if if I have the Spirit of Christ living in me and you have the Spirit of Christ living in you, then we both share in the same Spirit. And if that's the case, then by definition, we are members of the same body. We belong together because the Spirit in me connects me to you because the Spirit is in you as well. My Spirit, the Spirit of Tim Carter, is unique to me. You won't find my Spirit in anybody else. The Spirit of Jesus is unique to Jesus. You won't find the Spirit of Christ in any other body but the body of Christ. But that means that everyone who has the Spirit of Jesus is part of Christ's body. We are all indwelt by the one Spirit, makes us all members together. In all our differences, members together of the same body of Christ. There's a corollary to that. It means that an isolated Christian, someone who says, I belong to Jesus, but I don't belong to the church, that's actually a contradiction in, church, in terms. The early church father says, you can't have, have God as your father without having the church as your mother. You belong to Jesus, you belong to his people. You love God, you love his people. The two go hand in hand. They are inextricably connected. John Stott described an unchurched Christian as a grotesque anomaly, which is strong language, but it expresses how important it felt it, he felt it was for a Christian to be part of the body of Christ. If you have the spirit of Jesus, necessarily you are part of the church, because the church is the body of Christ. As Paul puts it, we were all baptised by one spirit into one body. So it doesn't matter where you come from, doesn't matter what your background is, You belong to Christ, you belong to his church. But that doesn't mean you lose your individual identity. The opposite, in fact. Because unity in the body of Christ does not mean uniformity. And to make that point, Paul pictures the human body made up of many different parts. and says the body of Christ is like that. The picture of how the body works is a picture of how the body of Christ works. So think about your body for a moment. Are there any bits of it that don't really belong? What about the extremities? The fingers and toes? On the very edge of the body. But they are emphatically part of the body. They are not detachable. You can't take bits of the body off and then put them back on again when you feel like it. It doesn't work like that. The body is a composite whole. Every part of the body belongs to the body as an integral part of it. But Paul imagines parts of the body opting out. Suppose the foot should say, well, I'm not a hand, so I don't really belong. And what's going on there? The problem is that the foot is comparing itself to the hand and grumbling because it would like to be a hand, and it isn't. I mean, who would want to be a foot, after all? The foot has to carry the whole weight of the body all day long. And before shoes were invented, it was the feet that were constantly coming into contact with the dirty, dusty ground, and whatever else just happened to be lying down there. Who would want to be a foot? 
So Paul imagines the foot saying, oh, I'd far rather be a hand. So much more clever, so much more versatile, uh, not in contact with the ground anymore. So the foot, it develops a kind of inferiority complex and starts to feel, well, I'm at the bottom. I'm just not important. I don't count, I don't matter. Now, if the foot were a hand, that would be different things. The foot. If I were a hand, I'd really belong. I'd really count. I'd really be important. But, of course, the foot is a vital part of the body, as you will know if you've tried walking anywhere on your hands. Different parts of the body have different functions. Each has their own individual identity, and each, whatever their role is, however they're made, each is fundamentally part of the body. Every single part of the body matters. Our bodies really need the feet for getting from A to B, and we would be lost without them. So the foot, in all its insecurity, might wish it was like somebody else, but actually God made the foot to be the foot and to do what feet do well. And at times you might wish that, oh, I wish that I'd been made like somebody else, but you weren't. You were made like you with your personality and your gifts because God assigns you a particular role within the body of Christ. It's another, it's the same thing with the ear. Another bit of the body that's right on the edge of things, sticking out on either side of the head, feeling distinctly second mate compared to the eyes. After all, the eyes are so much more attractive. You don't say, I just love gazing into your ears, do you? It doesn't happen. Eyes can be beautiful. Eyes are incredibly complex. They are so versatile, adjusting to light, focusing on objects at different distances, looking in different directions. You can easily imagine the ear feeling clumsy, second-rate in comparison. Maybe even resenting the eye at success because it's so very easy for someone who feels insecure to end up disliking anyone who makes them feel inferior. So the ear might think, well, the eye, the eye's got it, the eye belongs, but I, I don't. But actually the ear is a vital part of the body. And if the ear could learn to be content with its identity as the ear, actually the ear does a brilliant job of doing what it's supposed to do. Sometimes doing a better job than the eye, because if you're waiting at the station to catch a train, you will hear it coming long before you can see it. It's just a different skill set. The point is that the body of Christ is made up of different parts. And each individual member of the body is unique and distinctive and different. But each individual member belongs. And God rejoices in the diversity of the body. And it's made deliberately that way. We are all created to be different because it says God has arranged the different parts of the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. God delights in diversity. God delights in your uniqueness. You may wish sometimes he hadn't made you quite as unique as he did, but he did. And he made you because he wanted you to fulfill a particular role. Each part is designed to find fulfillment in its own unique function and identity 
working in cooperation with other parts of the body with other gifts. Paul makes the point that if we were all the same, there would be no body. A giant eye is not a body at all. Neither is a giant ear. If the whole body were an eye, the body would be, body would be deaf. If the whole body were an ear, there'd be no sense of smell. As it is, as the psalmist puts it, our bodies are fearfully and wonderfully made. And they are an image of how God assembles us together as a host of different individuals, each of us with our own identity, with our own personality, with our own gifts. And together, we make up the body of Christ. And all the different parts of the body cooperate to get done what the body needs. There is no one who does not belong. No one who does not have a role. If we belong to Christ, if the Spirit of Christ is in us, then we belong to each other, no matter how we might feel about that. Sometimes we can make the mistake of thinking or talking about the church as if it was something external to us. Lots of people do this. The church should do this. Actually, that might be you as part of the church to do this. We are none of us detached from the church. As if we can say, well, the church, I'm not part of it. The church should be doing this. No, we are all part of the church. We can't detach ourselves from it or step outside it or, or pretend that we're not. What goes for the church goes for us as well. So when you think of Brighton Road Church, how would you describe it? Middle class? Probably. Well off and successful? Maybe. Getting on in years? Some of us. And so we kind of stereotype the church. Brighton Road, well, that's a church for older, well-off, successful, middle-class people. And the danger is if you don't fit that profile, you think, I don't don't fit. I don't belong. I don't fit the stereotype that I think the church is like because I'm younger or I'm not wealthy or I'm not successful or I didn't get a good education or I don't work as a professional. I don't belong because I don't fit the profile of what I think this church is like. But that kind of thinking is wrong. Because God doesn't want the church to conform to any monochrome social profile. He doesn't want Brighton Road to be made up of older, middle-class, well-off, well-educated, successful people. If the whole body of Christ were like that, it would be a disaster. And it may be if you are different... That's why God has placed you here. Because what you bring with your difference is essential to the well-being of the body of Christ as a whole. So please don't make the mistake of thinking, well, because I'm a bit different, I don't quite fit in and I don't belong. No. You are here with your difference Because that's how God wants it to be. You bring, with your personality, your gifts, your background, you bring what nobody else can bring. And without you, the body of Christ is diminished. The body of Christ is not whole. Jürgen Mottmann said that the church of the crucified Christ 
cannot consist of an assembly of like persons who mutually affirm each other, but must be constituted of unlike persons. For the crucified Christ, the principle of fellowship is fellowship with those who are different and solidarity with those who become alien and have been made different. We get on with each other not because we're all the same. We get on with each other because in the body of Christ we are different and we accept and welcome each other with that distinctive identity and contribution that each one of us brings. And what the whole body needs to learn to do is to communicate the value and the importance and the love that's felt for those members who feel a bit on the extremities, the toes and the ears, and maybe sometimes are in danger of feeling a little bit neglected as if, well, I'm not sure really that people care about me. I remember as a small boy my mother telling me, don't forget to wash behind your ears. Don't forget to clean between your toes. Because actually if the hands don't do their job of keeping the ears and the feet clean, then the ears and the feet are going to end up pretty dirty and pretty neglected and feeling pretty rubbish. If the body as a whole is to thrive, the body as a whole needs to cooperate effectively to ensure that no part, even the bits on the extremities, particularly the bits on the extremities, are neglected or forgotten. So it's not just the minister's job to care for whatever part of the body needs to need attention any particular week. Caring for each other, valuing each other, supporting each other, being there for each other, enabling each other to use our gifts to the best of our ability so that the whole body thrives and does well. This is part of what it's about, to be members together of the body of Christ. And if you're sitting here in Brighton Road on this Sunday evening, or if you're listening to this podcast, do you know where God has placed you within the body of Christ? Where you fit with your distinctive identity and gifts? If you belong to Christ, where do you belong? What is your role And who do you need to work in partnership with to achieve it? Because none of us operate solo in the body of Christ. We all work in cooperation with each other. And we are all, all of us, called to work together as we are empowered by the Spirit of Jesus to glorify God, to build the body up, and to be witnesses for Jesus in the world. That's our calling, and that's our privilege. So let's pray. Lord, you know the insecurities we have. Those times when we wish that we were like somebody else who seems so much better and more successful or significant than we are. 
or those times when we feel as if we really don't quite belong, feeling sidelined or, or rejected, those times when we can't rejoice in who we are because we feel awkward about ourselves. Lord, enable us to come to the point where we can accept ourselves because you accept us. And in the knowledge of your love, to recognise that we have inadequacies, but because you love us, they don't matter. And though we pray that you'd make this part of the body of Christ a place where people find that acceptance and that confidence to be able to use the gifts that you've given to us effectively in partnership with others where relationships can be built where everybody knows that they belong where everybody's released into using their gifts in partnership with others for your glory. Lord, if we feel a bit detached, reconnect us, surround us. May your spirit flow through our hearts and unite us to your body and join us together as one body, as one people to glorify and praise your name. For we ask it in your name. Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.